0: Coming to you from Grandma's Dorm Room in Coffeyville, Kansas, you are listening to The Wrong Kind of Podcast.
1: oxymoron Maybe. All right. So welcome to The Wrong Kind of Podcast. It's your new number one favorite podcast. And, uh, we had a phone call last week that I, uh, is that, is that heater loud? Is anybody hearing it?
2: Um, they're not going to answer.
1: Okay. I was talking to you people. Oh, (laughs) Uh, I think it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, that didn't show up on my phone for whatever reason. So we was going to play that, uh, phone call real quick and get this out of the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well it's it's circling.
2: Oh, the circle of death. Yes. Let's see.
1: I mean, I preloaded this before the show so that this wouldn't happen. Worked out. This, this this is great. This is nice. I like it. So, and and I can't stop maybe it. stop it. Here, let's do a little refresh up here. Live. This is why this podcast is free to listen to. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently we do have the circle of death here that's not gonna work. So it'll sorry. start
2: playing like in the middle of a
1: sorry Josh. Uh your phone call's never gonna happen. The wheel of despair. Yeah, we'll we'll try again later because I don't know. Oh hell that thing up there's spinning too. Not there's two spinners now. Ooh. But anyway, thank you. Welcome to the show. Uh head on over to WKO and you can talk about all the things over there and leave some money. So what's going on?
2: Not much. We're all sick. What's
1: up? Yes, he's going to get the covids now.
2: Well, I don't Aww. think we have the covids. Well, he tried to get COVID?
1: he tried to get me to smell his pipe a minute ago, and I couldn't smell it at all. So it's now true. now he thinks I have the Rona's.
2: But you can still taste, right? I can still taste. Because like smell goes away with everything. Yeah. Allergies, colds, yeah. blah blah blah.
0: Anything nasal related? But right? Taste. Taste is where it's at. Yeah.
1: Talk amongst yourselves for a second while I do this.
2: I actually have something about COVID on my list today yeah thanks thank you i appreciate that so the fda has um officially i guess approved a a new covid test that will test for anal swab no why do you why are you always pushing for that Um, (laughs) pushing (laughs) this test will test for covid and two strains of flu so, ah, yeah, there it is. So we're moving on in. And I'm just curious, like what happens if I test positive for the flu, not COVID, but the flu, can I call my doctor and say, hey, I just tested positive for the flu. Can you get me some like Tama flu or whatever, ter- whatever they
0: does? It just pop one positive or can it tell the difference between oh. testing positive for the Rona or for the flu with that test?
2: I don't know. I would. It didn't. T- it did not um tell me that, but I would assume that it would have to tell you the difference, right? You would think so. Because quarantining is different if our isolation times are maybe they were quote, getting unquote, tired different.
0: of people saying well hell you know whenever they uh whenever the rona was around the flu was just non-existent so they're like we'll just test you for everything at once and if you test positive you have either or i could see that eh, yeah yeah
2: that's probably true yeah
1: that, you remember that when the rona, those rookie numbers up yeah when rona was here yeah there was uh flu was gone there was no not at
2: all. In my mind, I was envisioning, I was in envisioning? No, mm. I was envisioning, Talk like, multiple test strip sites, you know, where it, like, negative here but positive here. Mm. Like, I don't know, though. It did not tell me that. I think, though, that not because you can't test for this the same way. And I know that there are at-home strep tests, but they're so expensive. I'm wondering when they're going to make those, like, a little more, Easily accessible as well, since apparently we're self-diagnosing everything now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that was actually on my note, so hey, good call on that. I'm uh, still dealing with the circle of death.:
1: Yeah Josh. Good luck next time, brother. <coughs> Moving on. Wasted enough time on that. Sorry. he's basically calling you out. Uh, I will read uh, who Yancey Oh I will read his message. Hell, I wonder if I could just play it on the damn phone here. Let's do it this oh, way. Oh,
2: old school.
1: Going back to the old reliable. This would be an iPhone for those at home listening, taking part. Here we go. From the Dale. Oh, here we calling go. In to, there we go. This is Lord Flashland from the Dale calling in to inform the Noxie Johnson that he is um, Johnson. wrong about Jim Carrey only being in two sequels. Jim Carrey was in three sequels, if you count the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Uh, also, I believe that Megan should have been a little faster on the Google and fact-checked him on that one. So uh, she needs to step up her game over there in the little Simpsons. little chair in the corner. Damn. Wow. Uh, huh. Dropping a line in to say hi. Huh. Also, like would uh, like to mention that I am... Still a little bit upset about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl commercial, where um, Dave Grohl pretty much tried to give the Canadians uh, credit for creating existence, as it will. All right. Good one. Out. What I took from that is I had no fault.
0: Oh. Did you, you two pay him?
1: need to step it up.
0: You paid him. No, I didn't. Checks in the mail.
1: <laughs> no. He, uh, No. He just basically just, you know Shit,
0: you're wrong, you're wrong But I called to say hi, guys
1: Yeah, hey, how you doing? How you doing, you <laughs> hey, pieces of shit?
0: You're, you're wrong, bastards Yeah
1: Felt like a text I got today uh, Made it halfway through the day With about 500 messages from you fuckers Are you alright? I live that life sometimes When I'm on the other end of that deal And oh, I know. you guys are finger banging each other And I'm like, fuck, man Jesus Christ Anyway, so what's going on this week? Anything cool happen? We're all sick. Mm-hmm. Well, no, all of us. Mm. Well, Yancey was. I was. Yancey was, yeah. Did you have the uh, colon blow or the uh, face blow or the nose blow?
0: Um, had uh, like some head stuff and nasal stuff going on mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of weak. But yeah. I got over mine pretty quick.
1: So Monday started out for me sitting in my chair, get ready to go to work just like any other day of the week, uh, drink a little coffee. Six hours Mm. later, after several vomits, uh, didn't do that, didn't go to work Tuesday, had like the worst headache in the world for two days. uh, Recovered from that, instantly went to the other end, uh, and then Megan gave me the cold.
2: Uh, Megan gave you what?
1: Yeah. Basically, I'm going to regret this. Every hole I've had has you know, got some issues this week. Yeah, little ding. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what she said. But uh, yeah. So anyway, it sucked. And uh, we're getting ready to go fishing, I guess, soon. Did you buy your fishing license? I've got
0: my fishing license already.
1: Would you buy a year one or a five? I, I
0: bought a year one, but it is good until like June. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. I think
1: I'm gonna drop the five year deal. Because I got that big money rolling. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we should break uh, 40,000 downloads this week. Oh. I, I doubt it's happened yet. We were a little ways away from it, but with this episode and the continued downloads from uh you know, there's constantly loads coming. <laughs> Jeez. Uh we should break 40 this week. Awesome. Oh, hey Megan, we missed something the other day when we was at the parade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the parade, you know, Chiefs Super Bowl parade. John. Uh when uh i don't want to get this wrong stone street cuz i'll get corrected for that mm-hmm. uh when stone street was out jumping around yeah rob riggle was driving the golf cart oh really no shit huh yeah
2: didn't was not even paying attention to that
1: damn there he was i got a picture of his backside yeah i looked through my pictures i'm like what the fuck i don't know that's him Somebody came up to me and said, "Was is, is that dicey? Correct that Rob Riggle Ribble, was drunk and Stone Street was driving a golf cart." I'm like, "I seen Stone Street. I didn't see Riggle." So I went back and looked and did some googling. And sure enough, there he was. Hmm. Another celebrity sighting. The high uh, fashion lifestyle that Megan and I live. Oh yeah. yeah what you got going on? Oh, over I spilled
0: there. some beer on myself, but oh. we're good. No, nice. <laughs> Starting out strong. Saving some for later in my beard.
1: I uh, I got a little beef I want to clear up. Oh. Somebody the other day, and if he's listening, that's fine, the other <laughs> day was saying, hey, I liked your video there, you know, the one where I was advertising the uh, M&W liquor. Mm, yes. You know, this right here, this uh, peppermint uh, menthol I'm drinking here, yeah. Uh, Megan's drinking some, I believe. I don't know if Yancey... No, I'm not at the moment, but we did last week. That's, that's Sam's whole so Yeah. Uh, they said, oh, I see what you did there. You just asked for free shit. Now, let me, let me, let me back up a little bit here. Mm. That shit is not free. I made a video that I spent money on that I boosted. I have mentioned them many times. See, what we're doing here for you people that don't understand is called value for value. Right. That was their value. Now, our value is we're going to talk about m and Retail Liquors on 11th Street in Caulfield, Kansas. And we want you to go there and buy shit. That's right. And what the video was saying basically was if you've got a business or some kind of product that you want to pimp out, come on by. And we'll talk about it. Leave some of your product. We'll hang out with it and try it and abuse it or whatever you got. And uh, we'll talk about it as well. Nothing here is free, people. There's nothing free in this world. Yes. Zero zip. Believe that Except the love of a good woman.
0: <laughs> is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. The Native Americans, I believe, called that bartering.
1: Oh, bartering! Yes, trades. Yes, trades. The trades. trading post, you know. Yeah, I got some more for you here. <laughs> Unless you want to go Megan first and get around to me later.
2: Whatever, however you. It's your show. You tell us.
1: No, that's okay. I just wanted to get those couple little local things. I like to get the local things out quick, you know. So go go ahead.
2: Um, well, I wasn't prepared. So hold on. Oh shit! So I'll pull up my phone here. Um, oh. Well, I don't think that anybody else will be as offended by this as I was, but that's not true. So Lady Libros might have an opinion about this, too. Do you need some of this menthol? Maybe. No, I've got my drink over here. So Roald Dahl's books are being, um, they're undergoing sensitivity training. Mm -hmm. No
0: way! That was my um, impression of Megan. There was Oh, thanks. A <laughs> Probably Thank when you, you read it, right? Yes. And Audible, no way. Yes. There's actually a, an update to that. I'll get to it.
2: I know, it I've, got th- I've got oh, the okay, update, okay, okay. too. So, Augustus Gloop is no longer going to be enormously huge nine-year-old boy. Now he's just going to be enormous.
1: I thought he was enormously fat. This is huge. This isn't enormously huge. Ain't that the same shit? Yes,
2: yeah, so it was enormously fat. Um, the Cloud mm, Men in no. James and the Giant Peach are now just going to be called the Cloud People. Oh, Lord. And the Horse Face... In, uh, that Matilda uses to describe her it's
1: teacher... It's just now going to be called Jessica Jericha Parker?
2: Is...
0: <laughs> what? That's not even <laughs> how I don't you know. say her name at I'm all. I'm not sure
2: which... Ooh, I think I know who you're talking about, but wow. <sighs> anyway, Matilda's teacher-coach thing, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, was, you know the thing. She's no longer going to be called a horse face because that is rude. So they're going to... We'll
1: call her a Bronco?
2: ...publish all of these... Um, books without these words however after the intense backlash that they have received from people who are just kind of like like me well (laughs) not really they're thanks they're people like me who are like are you seriously trying to like change his he's dead You're, you're, you're doing this without his permission and like what he wrote it as he wrote it and people have been reading it this way for years. Anyway.
0: They just keep trying to cancel dead people. Huh? Kinda,
2: it's it's very bizarre to me, but after this backlash, they've decided that they're going to keep printing it as it is and with the changes, so you can
0: choose which one you're going to go to. It's just annoying. Like So they're trying to make everybody happy by printing it both ways? Yeah. Well,
1: they just realize they fucked up. It's going to
0: be a uh, drag race now. Oh, on, uh, yeah on the uh, on the numbers I know on they're the going to go Who's,
2: but the pro- like it's just so stupid. It's just so stupid people. Like I understand here's what's going to happen. Do you know that for me to teach my students uh to to kill a mockingbird mm-hmm. is one of the books that I use. I'm allowed to do that at my school, but a lot of schools are not anymore. And it's not because of the You're N-word. One of the elitist mm-hmm. schools, aren't you? It's I, I don't think so. Um it's not because of the N word though, it's because of the other things that they, they do. It's like it's just so weird to me Isn't that we is
1: that one guy mentally retarded or something like that? Well, yeah. They use that word, the R word? No.
2: And I, I you're probably I I'm gonna guess you're probably thinking of mice and men. Oh,
1: no, no, because I'm not thinking of any book because I don't know what the fuck oh, you're talking I about. I thought oh.
0: it, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. No, oh, I, don't I don't
1: read I don't read books. Okay. So I'm i mean, it does have here.
2: Boo Radley's in the st- Story and so he's he does have some things, but
1: I thought R Boo. I guess it is is Boo-R. I thought Boo had the MR. What? Boo don't have the MR. What's MR? Mentally retardation.
2: Oh, I mean, yes, but he's not the main part of the story. Uh, Anyway, thought he was. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he's thinking of of mice and men, or like you said. Anyway,
1: I've watched the movie,
2: but the movie sucks. Anyway, so I'm just curious where else they're going to go with this. Like, I understand people, like, pulling books from um, schools, school libraries. Oh, do
1: you? I do. Mm.
2: Because schools are a little different, you know? Like, I wouldn't agree with pulling any of the books from a public library, though. But I just feel like schools are something that have to be a little more guarded. And so I could see like, but then you get to this whole question of like, how far do you go? Mm-hmm. What's offensive to you might not be offensive to me. And, you know, so are we going to take away every book that talks about some kid running away from home? Because that's going to entice our kids someday to run away from home. Right. Then if you do that, you're getting rid of like how many children's books,
0: the legend of Billy Jean.
2: My Side of the Mountain. I don't
0: know what that like. is. Anyway. Well, and I I do believe that there is a limit to good taste because there have been questionable books in school libraries that people have brought attention to where it has things of graphic nature that sure. you're like, that is literally porn that right. this kid could possibly read. And I know that there are going to be people out there that, like you said, they're like, well, where does it end? Where do you draw the line? Who decides where you draw the line? But there has to be an eventual line because you have minors that have, you know, what, what are you going to do? put those books behind a curtain like you would at a video store right. with the uh, other unmentionables back there? I guess you could do that and only kids of a certain age could go back there like the seniors that are 18 years old or whatever allowed in that back area. But then you're really splitting hairs on what do you put back there, right? Right. Then you still so. go into the
2: same thing. Like, like To Kill a Mockingbird, it talks about rape. And I'm talking about that with my eighth graders.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's making me rethink a book I read in the sixth grade Hiding the Sausage with Mr. Bigelow.
2: No, you didn't. Shut up. <laughs> <God>.
1: <laughs> I thought it was a cooking book.
2: Hmm. <laughs> huh. All right, so next on the list, since Justin transitioned us out of that so nicely, um, or segued, I need to not use that word transitioned, transitioned. anymore. I'm trying to not no. use that word because, oh, yeah, that's a words. whole thing. So Candace cameron <laughs> Mirai is in the headlines again. Like, seriously, who would have thought that dang, we would all be talking about DJ Tanner? Dang
1: Christian woman?
2: Well, it's like, like that she's the... It's just funny to me that like out of everybody, that she's the one who gets
1: she's your basic white so Christian so much
2: attention. So she got in trouble because, um, <laughs> so she's a married woman, a married Christian woman, okay, and she posted some pictures, um, of a recent trip that she took with her husband or whatever. And you go through and like whatever she's just posting pictures, but then there's one where like
1: moose knuckle.
2: It's a silly picture of her husband holding her boob. In the oh, picture, God, oh my gosh! But she's clothed. Completely she's gonna burn clothed. in hell now. He's completely clothed. They're laughing. It's clearly meant to be like like they're just ha- like playing around. He's her husband, like. But she's getting so much backlash you from know, all sides because some people are pointing fingers, like, "Oh, you look, you're doing this," but you say we can't do this. Well, we and, all know that Christian
0: know. people don't grab boobs, right? One, mm. It's in the right. Bible. There's an, there's, it is. You know, it doesn't
2: happen.
1: Thou shall not grab the. Th- fun bags. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um yeah, so that's her latest uh this week's adventures with Candace is that she's, uh, <laughs> she's Candace, yeah, she's so. not allowed to her husband is not allowed to touch her not her boobs, no. And certainly not allowed to take a picture of it. So, anyway. Um and you guys will probably appreciate this more than I do, but a woman had an unopened, completely sealed, first gen 2007 iPhone.
0: Yes, Saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went for like sixty grand. 60, I'd buy that. Over
2: yeah. sixty three thousand dollars. I'd
1: buy that if Pike would use it because it's still faster than that phone he's got now. No oh.
0: shit, man. I'll I'll give you my old Motorola mm-hmm. Razor I've still got stowed away somewhere. Yeah. Or like my uh, my Switchback. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. You remember I those? love those. Yeah. yeah. I actually did love. I still that.
1: got a Nokia with the belt clip. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't think I have literally ever gotten rid of a phone. I think no, I, I like have it stowed either. it away in a drawer that they're I all they're out. all right here. Well, the
2: last yeah. yeah, that's true. The last two I've traded in, but that's it. Like before that, I have all the
0: other. That's true. Phones. I've traded I did, in. The I, last did, two. I did
1: trade in the last two. Now that is a thing now. Well, it's all them parts inside of them.
0: Yeah. Well, do you remember whenever they used to have those advertisements on TV of you know send us send us your old outdated phones, we'll give you you know mm-hmm. whatever we'll buy it bucks. from you right. Yeah. You know, how many of those people now are like, oh, son of a bitch, yeah. I, I gave away a gold mine. But Literally. hers was unopened. Yeah. Did
2: you guys read the story of I how s- she I got it? I saw it on the news. I, yeah, I saw Gift it. Gift or something like that? Yeah, so her friends bought it for her when she got some job or whatever, but she had just recently upgraded and had a an, an not smart phone that she it liked was, and was using. Oh, it was an Android. <clears throat> yeah, well. Anyway, <laughs> so she uh, she just kept it in a box, like kept it completely sealed. Mm-hmm. And um, just thought maybe some collector would want it someday. And Boom. she, sixty grand. Huh? A couple of years yeah. ago, she had it appraised, I guess, or something, and they said it was probably she might get five thousand dollars for it. They were a little off. Sixty
0: three thousand dollars. It's amazing how stuff like that can survive unopened for so long. Yeah, you
1: know, over the years. The uh, oldest iPhone I got is the second gen of that one. I have an iPhone three G. You know, there was the original, then it went to 3G. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when the new 3G service popped up.
2: When I met you, I had a Windows Live phone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I actually really loved it. Yes, because sir. it was my Windows... Like, it had all my Windows apps
0: on it. When um, Phones, they moved really, really quick. And they were... I think it was on... Um, the Pulsar on the Old Man's podcast, they were talking about, you know, all the different phones that just... It went really, really quick. Texting became a thing. And so phones got keyboards. Mm -hmm. I
2: really do miss though the what do you call those where it's like you push it three times and it becomes the C or whatever. Oh
0: yeah. Because (laughs) I could text
2: without looking. I absolutely I I was a pro at sending a text message back in the day because it was just
0: Yeah. Had the pattern down. Yes. It was almost like it was um, so easy. Megan with Morse code.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: But they, uh, you know, it went from uh, even having cell phones. So you had like bag phones and, you know, the big brick thing. And then you had the little tiny uh, Nokia that you could, you know, Nolan Ryan could throw at the wall over there and it would still survive. Right. This thing you can't even drop from like two feet and it'll shatter. But we went, you know, from having phones with keyboards to having phones with screens like in no time. And then it really just... I, I remember the uh, I think there were nextel phones. They were yellow and they had a button on the side and you could almost treat it like a walkie talkie. Um, mm. It was like one button communication. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know how it worked, but they I don't think they did well and I don't think they lasted very long, but I remember I think it was Nextel. Uh, commercials. It was a yellow phone, and they would hit the button on the side, and it would I show. Remember
1: that, it would talk to other Nextel phones. They were like yeah. for job sites. There, what they was trying to say. There was say like there a far.
0: network of phones. Yeah, you could just hit the one button, have one button communication. You didn't actually have to call somebody because back then, a, you know, you still had to dial the uh, actual number. God forbid. And of course, I know
2: <clears throat> all of us remember our insane uh, bills unless you waited till. Like what? After seven. Seven o'clock, nine o'clock, something like that. Three nights and weekends. weekends.
0: And if you didn't have unlimited uh, texting, they were 10 cents a pop.
2: We got unlimited texting pretty quickly. I remember Mm -hmm. that. But the rest of it, like the actual talking part, I remember having to wait until like a certain time. I'm not even
1: sure they do that shit anymore because when I got this new phone a year ago or so, whatever, they said... I had so many gigabytes and whatever. It's
0: a data limit now. Yeah, regardless. and they
1: said there's no there's no limit on Yeah, you were asking about unlimited is. Yeah, I'm like, stuff? so you're telling me it's just unlimited? And they're like, yeah. I said, it doesn't slow down? No. Because I was fascinated with it because I was paying now less than I was before for what was a big over the... Top plan and now I'm paying less for more shit. Well, it
0: doesn't slow down until you go like over your data limit, right? Like mm-hmm. if you have like a sixteen gigabyte data no, limit, see, I then don't, you go over that. Yeah, I
1: don't have a data limit. Mm-hmm. That's what I kept asking. I had a twenty gigabyte limit before and I said, So I don't have anything now? She said, No, you just, just go go to town on it. Right, oh, and, and I think it's because things are getting so much faster now. Yeah. What that was for was to hinder you from uh going crazy. Trying to keep everybody slowed down a little bit that way everybody didn't get wiped out. But I haven't I mean, I don't know how much I'm using because I don't even look anymore, you know. But uh she told me I had nothing that I was just wide open.
0: It's funny how how fast this technology moves. It makes you wonder how fast the technology on like towers has to change and move, right? Do they have to go oh, out there to. and Update do something stuff. to the tower? all the time all these towers that are spread everywhere
1: something happened at work all the u.s cellular people used to complain about not getting good service yep. and att did good well now suddenly the u.s cellular guys a few of them believe they turned off the jammers in the building yeah okay guys but okay. anyway uh they really believe just that for shit. those guys yeah they really believe that shit uh Something's happened around here with mm-hmm. the U.S. Cellular. It's suddenly boosted up here lately, at least out that way.
0: I think uh, I think Denali Brett actually might be able to answer that um, question because he was like a like a software and electrical and mechanical engineer. Oh, yeah. So if he's got an answer to that, maybe he could call in or email us Denali or something. Denali Fred? De- Denali Brett from The Pulse? Brett. Yeah. I thought you said Brett at first, <laughs> and I thought... Denali Mm. bread. What kind of like? Is (laughs) there some artisan shit? Brett, mail us some Denali bread (laughs) and (laughs) butter. I was thinking about this. Wait a minute. Did
2: anybody ever get your answers about the fish thing? Oh yeah, you did. You shared. Never mind. Oh, I
0: think that was after the show. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you shared. They they do. Justin brought up the fish that they bury in the sand on the beach. They also bury uh, seal or walrus fins and dig those up. Also, that
2: just sounds so. Mm. But I'm sure that. I don't know. I mean, they eat, eat it, yeah. I guess. Mm. So it must be something.
0: Would you like
1: some of this gopher hide? I packed it in a <laughs> walrus's ass for 10 years, sauteed <laughs> over a nice olive oil.
0: It's yes. great. Mm, it's very fragrant. Yes.
1: Fuck, Does man. Gordon Ramsay approve of, any of this? Do we need to send them people some food? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You because know? there's better things to eat. Good God.
2: What if it's really good and you're just being like really judgy right I now? I don't
1: know, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't, guess
0: I don't think very. I feel like anything... we need to go to
2: Alaska and you need to try food. And I'm gonna video it.
0: <laughs> if you've eaten something as a culture for so long, you know, yeah. you've become normalized to it. Like I'm sure there are people that are they they look at some of the stuff that we eat as Americans. Well, I know they mm-hmm. look at some of the stuff we eat and they're like, Oh, why, why are they eating that? That's not even food and we look at walrus fins and shit and we're like, That's not food. <laughs> I was uh, eating some uh
1: meat cheese and pickles earlier and it reminded me of something that everything has to be artisan now and what is it Cartrudery <clears throat> oh, is charcuterie. It? Car- charcuterie yes uh you know i saw somebody the other day said why does it gotta be charcuterie can't it just be some motherfucking meat cheese and crackers you know because that's <laughs> yeah. what it is you know, everything's art, art, artisanal now, right? You yeah. know, hey, it's, it's not gotta a, be
0: fancy man. no, just meat and cheese trays mm-hmm. anymore. You don't you don't Shit's it... got to be rolled up into a rose and stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. you got to make it into pretty designs.
0: Yeah, really? I used to be able oh, to go get some coffee. You know, they put some
1: cream <laughs> in it. Now there's an olive branch or a tulip or <laughs> some shit drawn on the top. We up yeah. there there a day at Hearst's and, and Ricky put me a well, what? What did he give me? Give me an olive leaf or something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah,
2: I have an olive tree on my wrist
1: yeah there oh, you go it is I going to wash that off
2: yeah <laughs> anyway that's that's my notes. That's all I had because I don't know why I was too busy watching um basketball games for the past couple of days online.
1: You mean talking to your phone.
2: yes it seems like't nearly
1: that vocal at the game Oh,
2: I absolutely am
1: no I sit right next to you
2: <clears throat> yeah, that's because i' I'm chatty, but if I'm actually paying attention to the game I'm actually i'm I'm that parent. oh boy. Like, I don't yell. I must experience no, this. I don't yell loudly most of the time, but every now and then I do, but I, not I believe often. she's
0: overselling this.
2: I don't, uh, not often, but I am constantly making comments like, what are you guys doing? What is that?
0: Yelling at the refs ever? Rarely. Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Took you a little while we to answer about that. This. We were talking about this uh, earlier.
2: Rarely.
1: Megan doesn't realize that her whispers are like a loud speech <laughs> mm-hmm. It's and I'm, not. And I'm convinced someday that I will have to fight somebody. <laughs> There's been many times we've been somewhere, and I'm like, you do realize that you're not whispering, right? Everybody by here can point, fucking though, hear you. If
2: I'm saying it that by that point, I'm like, I don't care. Uh,
1: I don't care. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. I'll be over there <laughs> doing the dance of death with somebody. and yeah.
0: She's over there like, yeah, well. You know, should have done that. My lovely wife, I uh she'll be telling me a story, and she'll be getting quite animated as the story goes on. Yeah. About halfway through, I'm like, "Hey, hey, wh- why are you yelling?" <laughs> and she was like, "I just talk loud. Listen to my story. <laughs>
1: shut up and listen yeah. to my story. Shut the fuck
0: up and listen." <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually say that to him. So I'm like, "Stop, stop yelling." I don't interrupt you. I'm polite. Now, shut up and listen to my story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kind of like some dirtbag calling you and insulting you and then saying hi.
0: Right, right. Or somebody <laughs> yeah. like, hey, man, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but you know some asshole stuff's coming. But, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like when your parents, I'm only saying this because I love you. Yeah. Prepare oh, prepare oh. for the deepest wound. I'm right, about to
0: get called ugly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll kick my notes off with some good news. uh, The dog tags of a Vietnam veteran have been returned to a surviving family thanks to a chance encounter after 57 years. Wow. Yeah, so um, United States Marine Corps Corporal Larry Hughes lost his dog tag in 1966 while serving his country near Da Nang Province in Vietnam. Flash forward to October 2022 when former Virginia Senator Jim Webb and Notre Dame professor Michael Desch took a group of students to visit the province while exploring an area near an airstrip used by the U S military. A villager approached them. The villager said that he had found six dog tags of American soldiers while plowing rice fields over the years. So this, this rice farmer was just plowing his fields and he finds some dog tags and he just stow them away. Oh, that's really cool. They must not get, you know, visitors like this very often, at least in this area. So this, uh, former, like I said, former senator from Virginia, Notre Dame professor, went there with some students and and came this, home with yep, these dog tags. This farmer gave these dog tags That's to these really people. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, so ha, the Hanson Brothers, which always yes. come up on this podcast. I know. What's up with that? Yeah. Hanson Brother Not- ordained to a uh, deaconate in yes. yeah, Orthodox yeah. Christian Church. Yeah. So it's Zach Hansen, the baby brother. There's a new name now, though. Yeah, he celebrated the birth of his fifth child in 2021. So, wow, he's uh, procreating wildly. Was ordained by Bishop Saba on February 5th to the deaconate of the Georgian Apostolic Orthodox Church in North America. I'm sorry, butch- butchering the hell out of this. But, man, there's... Butchering the hell yeah. out of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he appreciates that. He'll never <laughs> hear this, but that's okay. You never and know. Eastern no, Orthodox. No, no,
1: we're big with the '90s uh, pop bands.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe this will get their attention. Hey, man, we talk about you guys every week. Come to Coffeeville. Legit. And Eastern Orthodox church with its own head clergyman. Um, Can he still sing Um Yeah. So there was a picture posted with him I next saw that, to yeah. these folks. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that this doesn't really do much. Just makes him a deacon? Like,
2: like, does it literally just make him a deacon, like a deacon in my church? Or, or is it like a deacon, <laughs> like a Catholic something?
0: Is it like when they give a uh, a celebrity a doctorate somewhere? <laughs> is it one of <laughs> like those things? Like an honorary thing? Right. I'm going to have to do some more uh, research on this and see if they're just like, hey, man. Here's yeah you're a you're a deaconate right. or whatever now I've actually got an old <laughs> well, so like,
1: friend that is a member of the uh, Orthodox church down there I'll ask him if he's a scoop on it
0: want to turn off your
2: flashlight this is... You
0: really interesting because a young Zach told Christianity Today in late 2006, I do consider myself a Christian. As far as all the details of beliefs and faith, I have never really talked about that, though people have asked us. I think, unfortunately, it can be a barrier to people. So it's one of those things they were yeah. afraid to talk about. They were these teen idols. They didn't want to talk about Christianity, right? They thought they would alienate right. some people and and kill their careers. So it's one of those things, I guess.
2: I don't know. So like a deacon in our churches are usually just like um, men of some sort of a, like they're considered to be like trustworthy and honorable men who could like lead and guide the church. Not like anything that's like, but the fact that he's ordained that mm-hmm. kind of makes it sound like it's not just a.
0: I guess I didn't thing. realize that the Hansons had a gospel influenced album called the walk. And um, nope. the liner notes say most of all, we would like to thank our creator. Thank you for the way you challenge us to walk down roads less traveled and open our eyes further at every turn. Music is a gift and we are honored to receive it. Hmm. So, it, it probably as they got older and a little bit farther removed from mainstream, they were opening up a little bit more. Because at that point, they're still you just know, Tulsa boys. Yeah. I mean,
2: like, not to say that, but like, you know, we know the area they grew up in.
0: Right. The Hanson brothers. The three oldest of seven siblings, mm-hmm. which I, I I didn't realize they knew had that, that many. But I didn't know how many. Yet. Uh, they were homeschooled and raised as evangelical Christians. Uh, despite their upbringing, the brothers were not overt about their faith while touring the world. Notwithstanding their charity work, though.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So, yeah, man, that's a. It's always I don't know why it's so shocking whenever you uh, see somebody like that 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 ends up. Becoming someone like that, or or doing something, yeah, like that. Um, I guess we all, all just kind of lump celebrities and artists and all that together sometimes, right?
2: If they're artsy, they must fit a certain exactly. stereotype. Exactly. Yeah,
0: that's uh, it's kind of like out in Hollywood. Uh, they say that there are more right-leaning people out there than you think. They're just afraid to say anything because yeah. the leftists will, well, especially in today's cancel culture, will just absolutely shut them down or destroy their careers. I mean, you've seen it with like uh, everybody likes to use John Voigt as an example, but John Voigt was already kind of on his way out as a popular actor, uh, yeah. as popular as he was at one time. Know, even yeah. you know, but a guy like Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Is probably a really good example to where he became outspokenly right wing or in support of right leaning politicians or, or ideals or whatever. And the guy was more or less blackballed. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I think that's probably I mean, he just disappeared. He, he really has, yeah. Huge movies. You know, we're talking like old school and um, the wedding crashers. Yeah. And he, he, he had and lots he just, of stuff. Lots of things, yeah. Just absolutely disappeared, you would think, probably at his peak, right? So, yeah. anyway, uh, moving on, (laughs) Justin will uh, enjoy this one. So, an Iraqi company is in talks to purchase the Tulsa Skyride and move it overseas. Uh, This this story comes from Fox 23. They have confirmed that an Iraq-based amusement park ride dealer is in talks with Expo Square to purchase its historic Skyride and relocate it overseas, like I said. The agenda for Thursday's upcoming Tulsa County Facilities Authority says the authority will consider, discuss, amend, approve, reject, or defer uh, the award of the Skyride and authorize and empower and direct the chair to negotiate, approve, execute, and deliver an agreement with the GT Amusement Service Company for the Skyride. Uh, Fox 23 reached out to GT Amusement Service, an Iraq-based amusement park installer reseller. The company confirmed that it has been in talks with Expo Square to purchase the ride, refurbish it, and reload it to operate in the United Arab Emirates. And That's bizarre. They walked up to it and said, Aloha, Skyride. <laughs> we, uh, That's just bizarre. Well, we read... Some yeah. comments. I
1: tagged uh, Young Yancey there in the comments on that story. And
0: They were exactly what you would yeah. expect, right? And damn foreigners, <laughs> right? And you know, people get attached to stuff like that. Well, it's that's iconic. true. There's an emotional and, s- attachment to Exactly. Some and, of those things. and this hope that Bells would come back one day. And well, the, we ought to.
1: We ought to
2: keep it, Yancey. And
0: the Skyride. We ought to do well because the Skyride went right over you, the fairgrounds and Bells yeah. for the longest time. You know, so you would look down and you would look over. I'm not going to lie.
2: I think it's really cool. I think it's probably one of my favorite things to do out there. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: Well, that picture we have of the Chevelle concert was taken from, taking, taken from the Skyride. Yeah. And we got it autographed at the Chevelle concert. And one of the band members was like, wow, where'd you get this? You know, it's like, oh, it's took from the Skyride, man. We yeah, stole it off the internet. And now we turn it into a giant poster. But awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, I mean, there are, like, I get that there are emotional attachments to it, but, like, Unless you're going to buy it or unless you're going to pay for the upkeep.
0: Well, and it wasn't even. Businesses, business people. It hasn't ran since
1: 19. Yeah.
2: Oh, really? The last time I was on, it was the year that I took Nate to the Seether concert. You guys actually sure. wrote it? Yeah. Because I had Ashley man. and Katie yeah. with us, too. And so we all like, it was like, it was so cool because it was after the concert. And everybody was kind of leaving. And the whole thing was kind of shutting down. And we were staying at that hotel that's right there. What is that? The holidays, you know, something, something like yeah, that. like well, yeah, sketchy
1: <laughs> yeah. thirty four.
2: So we were like just taking our time because we didn't have to rush out of the parking lot or anything, and so everything was just kind of shutting down, but all the lights were still going. It was just really cool, like
1: you're talking project. about cool moments. Uh One of the coolest moments I can remember with my beautiful wife was nice. after Rocklahoma, probably. Yeah, what, that's what he was going to talk 15? about. Yeah. yeah.
2: Was it 15? Everybody
1: yeah. was leaving And we're at that We're like There's no reason to rush to the car Because you're gonna be ours mm-hmm. So we went and ate a fucking uh, Deep fried Snickers bar And it was just one of those evenings Where it was nice The wind was blowing a little was bit perfect And we just all watching idiots You know Drunk people crawl to the doors And we're just sitting there going Yeah we ain't going nowhere Yeah Just one of those deals You kind of remember Where you was doing You know Did you get that? Where you was doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dark. So Southeast Kansas has finally gained Their first fast electric vehicle Charging station It's going to be in Pittsburgh Of course that makes sense.
1: I'm going to dispute that Because when I was uh, 14 I oh, had a 1953 geez. Chevy pickup And it, The battery had went dead So I drove my mom's 82 Camaro over to it And hooked up the battery to it That fucker started faster than any electric vehicle Twelve volt to six volt, buddy. That's where it's at.
0: Twelve volt to six volt. Uh, Yeah, it's so it's just going to be in Pittsburgh where you would imagine, because you know, Pitt Pitt State and yeah. I believe it actually in the story it does give credit to actually a Pitt State alumnus. Um, Yes, uh, thanks to Pitt State grad and Pittsburgh native Kelly Burgess, Burgess who now works for. CNH Industrial owns Action Charging and Energy LLC, gifted the charging unit to the town. The charger has the capability of charging most electric vehicles in about two hours, according to Burgess. The cost for two hours is around twenty bucks. So, is it like
2: at a hotel or something like, uh, or it's at the just school? A <clears throat>
0: um Okay, residents enjoy the new addition at the parking lot of the Fox Colonial Theater.
2: That just seems so bizarre to me. So you're just going to park your car there? and...
0: Yeah, I guess so. Two and, hours and later, just leave it there. The charging Go watch station a movie or something? can be used with the Switch app, which users can download on their phone. Huh. The large, or the, the sorry, the closest station compared to this would be in Joplin. Yeah, there's something a few over had there. to be done, and it was time to give back to the community. Burgess says. Wonder how many electric vehicles are actually not only in the area, but especially in Pittsburgh. You would think that probably, with it being a college town and being probably one of the more, uh, let's say, progressive towns in Southeast yeah. Kansas, if you were going to say so, probably is going like to be did the did. college town.
2: What? How does that work on like electric cars? I guess I just don't know. Like, do you just take it home and? plug it into a
1: so when you buy a tesla it comes with a charging station and i don't know if they install it or you have to have an electrician install it but they'll install it in your garage and then when you pull up and then the faster charge would be the more amps Mm -hmm. kind of like a charger out there for lawnmower two amps is kind of a trickle but
0: you know six amps is faster
2: how long do they last how long does the charge last like does it get you through
0: a day well so my uh, my buddy had uh down in claremore had um Believe a Swedish manufacturer makes a an electric car called a Polestar, and he had one. And so he would hook it up to the trickle charger while he wasn't driving it, right? So that the battery would always be fully charged. And then I think he said they could make it around 250 miles for a charge. And then, like this, if they found one of these fast chargers, yeah, two hours to charge it back up, right? And so they would have to plan trips accordingly or right. whatever. Um, it wasn't their main vehicle. They also had uh, evil petroleum-burning vehicles. How dare they? Um, but, you know, they the technology, I guess, is finally getting to that point. I remember when they first started coming out with electric vehicles, they took forever to charge. Yeah. You're talking like 10 hours to charge. You make sure you plug it in overnight or you're not going anywhere the next day, right? And you could barely make it any, anyway, like, 100 miles or whatever, right? So the efficiency has gotten better. But this notion that we're going to be you know, having no internal combustion engines in 10 years. Just think that's way overstepping. The the grid isn't supporting it. The uh, slave-driven cobalt mines in South Africa are at full ramping production, and they can't dig enough cobalt out of the ground right now to supply enough to make these batteries that only last so long. And those things are really, really dangerous too. Like, if they have a, a battery fire... They'll put it out. There there have been instances where they put out like a car wreck and it's on fire, the battery's on fire. They'll put it out and mysteriously five days later that thing will catch fire again. And and they burn hot too. Super hot.
2: I just I mean, when we're in a a country where we're having rolling blackouts and you know, the whole town shut down, I just don't
1: understand why we're having this last
2: year conversation
1: we was having the big brownouts all over the Midwest, but they were still pushing for legislation to have all these electric cars. Are you listening to your damn selves? Yeah. It's like, you know, you just got a drunk driving ticket, and you're sponsored by Budweiser. <laughs> What's wrong with you?
0: Sure. Well, thank you. And But the fact that we're saying on all these resources, too, to continue to have inter- internal combustion engines, and the efficiency of those has gotten so much better. You don't have, yeah. I mean... Look at 15 years ago, the H2 Hummer was coming out. They got 10 miles per gallon right off the production line. And you've got full size pickups now that, you know, get almost 20 miles to the gallon or over. You know, I do know that there are restrictions on engines and hot rodders will end up doing stuff to, you know, unlock all those goodies anyway. But you're always going to have that. There's always been hot rodders and people, you know, doing that sort of thing. The EPA is especially coming after all of those people, you know, they keep trying to pass these hot rod acts and, you know, uh, we had California Kyle in here that was talking about, he's got his 70, 71, 72 olds. I don't remember how, uh, what year he said it was, but, um, he has to take that thing in for a smog test or to get his inspection sticker all the time. So, um, but anyway, I digress from that. Um, See. Oh here, you guys will enjoy this. So you've had the Cleveland Indians become the Cleveland Guardians. You've had the Washington Redskins become the commanders now. Um just you continue to uh who was it? The uh was it Jinx? Tulsa. Tulsa. The Tulsa. It was the, the Union, Union uh, uh, Redskins. Was no?
1: it Oh, that was my
0: school. The was it the Red Men? Something red. Okay. So this Indianapolis baseball team has actually partnered with the Miami nation to keep its name, the Indianapolis Indians. So they're they're an Indianapolis based minor league baseball team, and they were under pressure to drop their name as other sports teams that I just listed have, have done as a result, the Indianapolis Indians will keep Indians as their team name through the 2024 season as the organization organization explores and activates programs with the Miami, says a news release from the team. The team will make a formal statement that recognizes and respects the Miami nation as traditional stewards of the land and about the relationship between the Miami nation and its traditional territories. That's what's commonly called land acknowledgement. I guess they're calling it now. Good Lord. That's a <laughs> yeah. hell of a PC term. Yeah, exactly. The Indianapolis team will also recognize Miami veterans and, during Native American Heritage Night at Victory Field and support a scholarship program and fan education opportunities. The chief of Indiana's Miami Nation, Brian Buchanan, says in the release that the group has encouraged the team to remain the Indianapolis Indians. He also welcomed the chance to sit, to share our story with the Hoosiers, the Indianapolis and Indiana natives. Uh, The team's logo since 1995 has featured a Navajo quilt pattern of a Native American's face. How much did they pay them? Well, so I think that the team, this is just my opinion, but I think the team is probably, they felt the pressure, right? Mm -hmm. So they're going to bring in all these resources from, like I said, the, uh, the Miami. All this stuff, yeah. The Miami Nation. And they're going to basically partner with them like that and say, hey, we're in full acknowledgement of our um, our name. Let's, let's do things together to promote the Miami Nation. We're not just this faceless team called the Indians to try to, you know, profit off the back of Native Americans, right? So even if the even intentions work? are good oh, or so bad just to keep a team name i still think that you know doing something like this probably is their best chance i just
2: think it's so funny that i i I don't know like redskins i understand that like that has like a negative connotation to it i guess but like like we've talked about this with the chiefs and the braves and all the you know like like
1: greatest team of all time
2: the braves (laughs) Mm-hmm. No okay, um the uh like they're doing that out of that's their names because of their you know their their
1: like, symbols of victory yeah 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 yeah. yeah
2: like it's not a bad thing it's not I I think it's so funny when people take things that don't have a negative connotation and turn it negative yeah. because it's for some reason triggers them somehow
0: right I well I, I always go to the florida state seminoles and how they have one of the most badass traditions in college football they literally have the seminole indian on horseback come out mm-hmm. to the middle of the field and drive a spear into the ground and do like a battle cry yeah. it's yeah. freaking amazing it's not like they have you know some yeah. cartoon indian coming out there and doing something stereotypical, the, right? They have this warrior riding yeah. out to midfield and chucking this spear the, into the ground. The chiefs it's, had
1: something very similar to that. War paint, the horse, and the, a and the guy would come out in full war bonnet. And that's what they're saying. Hey, we're here to do war. We're the chiefs, the top of the fucking pecking order. Right. You know, of and the only right now the only thing left on the chiefs that is has anything to do with the Indians is the Arrowhead. And I don't know that the Native Americans own the rights to a piece of
2: uh, well, not a formed
1: idea. piece of metal, I mean, of, of rock. You know, I'm pretty sure there was probably some Aborigines in uh, Bangladesh that uh, probably also did the same thing.
0: Well, and I don't know where it originated from, whether it was Florida State or uh, Kansas City, but the tomahawk chalk was under a lot of scrutiny, <laughs> yeah. I believe, is. in the 90s, early 2000s. You hear about it every few years, somebody yeah. brings it up. Every and time they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> every time, yeah.
1: You know, and I don't think that's ever going to stop. But the only way it stops is if they uh, like start penalizing the team, which they tried to do that with the uh, noise at uh, Arrowhead probably remember that. And uh, that didn't work out so well for
0: them. Well, they, they tried to do it with uh, Texas and Oklahoma. All the Oklahoma fans would give the horns down. Yeah, mm-hmm. And they uh, the Big 12 tried to pass something to where the yeah, good luck you know, with they, that. W- they would get penalized. You can't
2: penalize a team because of what their fans do. Or because of, because otherwise you're going to get idiots coming in that are,
0: That's unquote, what they're going to do. I mean... <laughs> it's so funny that you brought up that noise thing. I was <laughs> watching this clip on uh, YouTube a while back about... Uh, I think it was, it was just a, I don't even think it was a playoff game, but uh, the crowd was really, really loud. I think it was either the Giants or the the Eagles fans were, you know, really, really loud, and the the refs literally stopped the game, and told the fans to be quiet. I yeah. believe I think it was in the eighties. They
1: did that. The uh, Elway did that with the uh, Chiefs. I believe it was too.
0: This this wasn't that game, but I think it was the Eagles and the Giants, and I think they were playing in Philadelphia. And that they literally stopped the game and were telling the fans you you have to, have to, be say, quiet. to quiet down. Get the fuck because, out because you know the opposing team couldn't <laughs> hear. I mean that that's a uh, the thirteenth man or whatever is, now uh, that they call it. Yeah. You know, Or you know they take pride of being the loudest uh, you know stadium Doesn't, in Kansas City. Uh, yeah.
2: Doesn't every team try their hardest to be loud though? I mean every yeah. fan. Like
1: That's the whole thing. Yeah. It it affects the other team. You're the thirteenth man. That that's how it works. Thirteenth or twelfth? Thirteenth. Twelfth. Twelfth, yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's just part of it. It's the atmosphere. That is the advantage, you know. That's that's I guess
0: maybe it's seen different as it you know, than it was back then. And you could say probably As stadiums have gotten bigger and bigger, I mean, obviously by default, they're going to get louder also. Yeah. Well, Chiefs have
1: also an advantage at the way the stadium is made. It's an actual bowl, they don't have no open sides. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is a bowl, so it stays inside.
2: Don't they mostly have like gear inside their heads now that they can, or their helmets, I mean, not their heads?
0: Yeah, it shuts off when the play clock gets to 15. And you can see him plug the ear holes, though. They it's loud. Yeah, they, yeah. It, they can it definitely hear it there. affects. But they uh, there is there is a rule that you know the coach can no longer talk to the quarterback. I believe when the play clock hits fifteen, then the quarterback's just on his own. There's no more you know audio coming from the sidelines. Yeah, um, but I mean, still, could you imagine like being on the actual field, being surrounded? It's one thing to sit in the stands and hear how loud it is, but actually yeah. being in the epicenter of that and being on the field. It's just I couldn't imagine the dynamic of trying to be down there playing, you know, and as much as, a, you know, we like to be couch quarterbacks a lot of the time. Oh, man, that guy sucks. You know, why the hell do you do that or whatever? You know, you got could you not the just the mentality of you have. All this pressure of all these fans in the stands. You yeah. have all these expectations because you're in the NFL, right? And money. money. You, yeah, you've got all this backing, all this money, all these expectations. You have millions of people watching on TV. I mean, it's got to be a literal mind screw to, to have to go through that. Yeah. But a lot of these guys have been playing forever. So it's all they, know. they probably, they still feel the pressure, but not as much as if me or Justin were to be down there and they're like, Hey, you know, you got to catch this, this ball is fourth and 10. Are, are all of the
2: teams that get, um, come
0: under scrutiny,
2: are all of their names, um, native American based names? I mean, are there other names out there that are like, I mean, obviously like Eagles, nobody's probably getting upset about that, but like,
1: well, I think the uh, are there any other LGBTQ community was kind of upset about the Packers.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, and I do know that uh, you know anybody that's animal has an animal mascot. P- oh, yeah. PETA is always out there, you know, profiting off that poor animal. Yeah. Which they it's were at ironic, the
2: because uh, that would sell more than
0: oh whatever. They were at the San Antonio rodeo this last week. I believe it was last week, and they were protesting the uh, the treatment of the. Budweiser Clydesdales, who are some of the best treated yeah. animals on earth. If you ever watch anything about those Clydesdales, we've been to their barn. Oh, man, yeah. they have a one nicer the, house than we do. One of yeah. them tried to eat Justin's yeah. shirt.
1: He gave me a little furry nerdy. They, they had a
0: little. They had a little mishap at the um, San Antonio Rodeo. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The some of the horses, you know, there's there's eight of them, and the they're the two lead horses for some reason, two all the way out in front, started circling back towards the middle. And they got into, right in front of the wheel horses, they got into, like, the second row, and they all got tangled up. Well, one horse went down, and, man, you could tell that they have so many fail-safes in place because the co-pilot or the guy riding shotgun on the wagon jumped down immediately when he saw something was wrong. When the lead horses started coming back, he jumped down immediately and tried to stop them. Well, these horses are giants. He's not going to stop them just by grabbing bridles and stuff. So, anyway, a horse goes down. These Probably twelve other people run, in you know, into the arena, and they all hold the horse, you know, horses steady. They unhook a bunch of them. They make sure the horse laying on the ground is fine. They get it all untangled, and the horse pops up. They take it immediately to the vet. Yeah. And you know, X-rays, all this stuff. The horse wasn't gimpy, limping anything. I mean, they're pretty spoiled out there. There's video of it, and it's it's amazing video how well this team responded to this like you know that they either train stuff for the you know train for this type of thing or these are horse handling professionals they don't just have somebody you know on this team that's not a specialist right but uh I think those are some of the amazing most amazing animals on earth are those those Clydesdales just was there a Budweiser
2: commercial this
0: I don't remember one with the Clydesdales Clydesdales anyway they usually do have one but Huh. The most memorable one either, I think it was a couple of years ago, was the guy raising the Clydesdale from Just a Little yes, Pony. Yes, that's... Uh,
2: <laughs> look, I don't oh. need to cry about it, okay?
0: He sees the guy at the parade and he breaks away and starts running his uh, old trainer down. Yeah, it's it's a great commercial. Uh, so anyway, I uh, to button up my segment here, I, I have to mention the uh, the thing that's still going on in East Palestine, Ohio with the train derailment. And the the leaking of the uh, the vinyl, um, let's see, vinyl chloride, which is something that they use to make PVC. That's the uh, V in PVC, or this V and the C in in PVC is vinyl chloride. So Palestine be the P. East, uh, huh? Is Palestine the P? Don't think so. So uh, if you uh, if you haven't heard, this is. A few weeks old now, I believe it happened on February third. There was a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, they had several of these um, cars come off the rails. They were leaking. One, at least one, was leaking. They they wanted to try to prevent explosion, so they literally set this vinyl chloride on fire, and they basically nuked this town. Yeah, uh, the fallout has been crazy. There's videos of. Journalists going to the surrounding rivers, tributaries, and like this one guy took a stick and scraped the bottom into the rocks um, in the bottom of the water, and there was just this oil slick that came to the top, or you know that discolorization when the, like gas gets yeah. in water, and you know you see like the rainbow colors and whatnot. Uh, there's also been some scrutiny because there have been journalists that have been arrested there for reporting on this. Um, One of the first guys was a reporter from News Nation. The governor of Ohio was putting on a press conference in like the the school gym in East Palestine or something, and some law enforcement was there. And uh, he was doing this live reporting while the uh, press conference was going on, and they arrested him because they said he was being disruptive to the press conference. They caused more of a damn scene arresting this guy than the guy was reporting there. He was a very long distance away from the governor. The governor even came out and said, that is fine. I want reporters to report on this. Like that guy, he blasted the police department for, you know, arresting this guy. There's been another reporter that's been arrested there. I don't know the full story there, but um, uh, some people are going to get paid over this deal. Like uh, the, the train uh, company, has actually the railroad company has actually gone house to house and done these tests? Well, several citizens have said that they were attempting to force them to sign these no harm agreements. Oh, yeah, to release the uh, railroad company of any you know liability, sure. right? And people have refused. Well, later on, the the railroad company came out and said, "No, no, that was a mistake. We sent the wrong forms out with the people that were testing." Yeah, sure you did. I, I believe you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I, I wanted to read one one comment here on this story. This guy claims to be a hazmat technician with a specialty in dealing with vinyl chloride. He said the release is way more worse than, peop- than they are telling people. The spill is going to be uh, going into the Ohio River and it's going to trickle down. Expect to see a lot of animals dying off more so than already have. As a firefighter, I worry for the r- responders on it who didn't really know what it was. With this stuff, it's not if it may give you cancer. It's more so how quickly it does. Um, the, they allowed these people to go back into their homes. They blocked off this one waterway to try to keep all the chemicals from going downriver so it's seeping into the ground. You remember mm. whenever we had the flood here, and yeah. all the crude got you know into yeah. all the houses and stuff. Not only did they you know, knock all the houses down, they were scraping topsoil over there. I mean, look at um, Sherwin Williams over here. I mean, they've literally ha- you know they literally scooped that stuff into mounds and covered it. And they, I bet they sure you know, I bet they still do testing over there. Every so often. So
1: what those mounds are is when the plant was in production, they had a, they had a waste. And I want to think it was called molly white. I may be wrong. I'm sure some old timers right here might remember. Uh, but my dad said they would haul that up there in dump trucks and dig it in the hole and then, then cover it up over time and it got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But then you're right. They did in the late 80s go over there and cap it, I believe, with a three-foot uh, clay cap. And you can see little monitoring things all over it now. Yeah. But now we're playing soccer on it and all that shit. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they had to cap some stuff like that over in Caney, too. Yep. And Caney's got one. Literally just a couple of years ago, they were they were capping it yeah. again mm. because yep. um, you saw it at like, the highway junction over there. They were covering those mounds with yep. plastic or some kind of white sheeting, and then they were going to cap them again. Once again, right next to a school. Right. Yep. That's crazy. But I I, don't know, I just pray for those people over there because um, it probably sooner or later you would think might turn into a Superfund site or turn into something like Pitcher or um, Times Beach Times Beach in Missouri yeah. Um, was yeah that was one of the uh, my first places when I heard about this was yeah. Times Beach man yeah
2: so. Are they going to have? Is this train company, whoever it is,
0: it's uh, Norfolk
1: Southern. Yeah. Are they going to have
2: to compensate? I guess. Oh yeah, they're going to pay. Like, like what happened here, ish. Well, not only
0: so the big the big thing is right now that nobody from the federal government has been there. The EPA has been pretty much hands-off. Well, Booty Cheeks finally showed up. Yeah booty, I thought cheeks, so, yeah, booty Cheeks said he just had to go there for optics, you would think. Yeah. Trump went there.
2: When did come? Kam- I thought Kamala Harris went there. Did she not?
0: No. Not that I had heard. Biden
1: says he has no plans of going, that other people are handling it. Which, let's be honest, there's real no need for him to go. It wouldn't right. be an optics thing.
0: Right. Well, you know, if this would have... That's what Trump ha- was doing. Right. No. Right. Well, and... I hate to be, you know, at play the whataboutism, but if this had happened under yes. anybody else, they would there would be the media would be all over. Like, all right, he doesn't he doesn't care. The president doesn't yeah. care. Where's the president? This is all more, Kanye Westish about it. This is more proof that the right doesn't care about the environment and you know, yada yada. But Do you remember Hurricane Katrina and oh, yep. Kanye George West? George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yes. Too. My
2: my students were talking about that in class the other day and I was like I'm proud of you for knowing
0: about that. Yeah, Michael, Mike Myers' face. Yes. Like, Like, oh, shit. Well, that's not in the script.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, yeah.
0: That's all I got.
1: Over to you, Justin. Well, don't you want to try our new temporary segment, Reading with Yancey? So
2: I feel like we need intro music or like some background piano something.
1: What the deal is here is somebody sent me a book, and I don't remember who sent me this book. I thought it was you and I don't you, think so. you say that I didn't.
2: I'm pretty sure somebody sent it. And for
1: those that say I'm not well read, that is not true because Yancey
0: is going to read some of this novel. <laughs> I, I will. Hang on a second. Get us some uh, intro music here and some background music. Okay. Yes. non-copyrighted. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay.
2: Good. Good deal.
0: Hang on a second. We have ads.
2: <laughs> we don't want to play those. <laughs> We're ad-free here, guys. We're ad-free.
1: Right. What kind of music are you wanting? I could just go straight here. We don't want
0: to give anybody any uh, okay. any revenue besides us. What is the book you're reading, Yancey? I need a new butt. Oh.
1: I need a new butt. That's the episode.
0: I need a new butt. Mine's got a crack. I could see in the mirror a crack at the back. Did I do it on the slide or on the banister inside? Or when I jumped my BMX?
1: Oh, shit.
0: Or with the fart that happened next? Of course, the fart! That's what blew my butt apart. <laughs> Split the thing clean in two. Now I wonder what to do. All right. Stay tuned more yes. for next time.
1: Tune in next week and he will continue.
0: It's awesome.
1: Yes, it was uh, when he hit the BMX seat. <laughs>
0: yes, what have you ever done fart, that? The fart split his ass apart. Oh man, just cleaning too.
1: Oh shit. Well, yeah. you know, butt cheeks—is it one word or two?
0: I don't know. Well, yeah. Do you split them? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. All, all right. Nice. So that's all you got. Tune in next week for more butt reading. Yes, he will go in depth.
2: <laughs> oh hey, yes. okay, I, I have a. Oh geez, I have a. I have a joke for you guys. I forgot to share. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, yes. Sure. Of course.
2: What did the grape do when it got stepped on? Wind. It got it let out a little wine. Oh Aww. yes. Excellent. Yes. Nice,
1: nice. Yes, nice. yes. Uh I don't have a whole lot here. Why is my phone not charging when it's plugged into the charging apparatus?
2: You gotta clean those things every now and then. Yes, and
1: guessing the charging apparatus is probably not plugged in. Uh I really only got one thing left, the other thing I don't really don't care to talk about. What do you, Yancy, does your uh, spouse have any brothers or sisters? Yes. And are those brothers or sisters married? Yes. And what's one of them's name? You don't need to give their all name. like uh, Mindy. Mindy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is Mindy to you?
0: My sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. hmm
1: Megan, would you agree that Jackie is your sister-in-law? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Would you agree that... uh... Damn it. That that doesn't work quite that way. So I consider Jackie my sister-in-law. Yes. So I've known a couple people. One of them I converted... He just oh, okay. left, her, he left her house earlier.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: That believes. Oh, yes. I've had this conversation with him. Cindy. Mindy. 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 Jeez. I changed the names for. He the protection. Not, he's right. It's a,
0: based on a true story. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: That Mindy is not your sister in law, but that is your dun, wife's sister in law. What? Mindy's right. husband is your brother in law.
2: But, but his wife Mindy is not your sister. Is not
1: your sister in law. And I said, well, why is that? Well, she is related to my wife, not me. So the way I converted this other guy i I got one now that i can't I can't get him converted and I think I know why because he had a bad brother-in- law and his wife may be listening now.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: No, that's okay. We had this exact same conversation at work. I ain't gonna mention no names, but we know who we are.
0: Names withheld for legal purposes.
1: So the other guy that I converted years ago, this is how I got him. I said, so what does Mindy call your wife and her brother's dad? Father-in-law. And you you call him father-in-law too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why is it you share a father-in-law, but yet you're not siblings-in-law? He said, oh, I see what you've done there. (laughs) Right. Yes. So me and this other guy, we got into this whole debate over that. He he does not agree that that is the case. And so we had to break it down. I said, I think what you and I are, are disagreeing on is what is related. Cause he kept using the word, you know, blood. I'm like, no, 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 I, I'm i not saying blood related. The definition, family. the definition of related is like two things belonging to a family, a group, a set, uh, we would be related in the fact that we like football. You're related in that way. We're related this way. We're married. Mm-hmm. So I said, so if you're related, he said he agreed that they were related because they both belong to a family. I said, so if you both belong to the family, are you not then siblings, in-law? No.
0: Man, You know who would really hate this discussion? Huh. Vin Diesel. Because everybody's family.
1: Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Then then we kept going, and I said, "Well, well, I'm not related to him because we're not blood." I said, "So then you're not related to your wife." That stumped him a little bit, but uh, he's still going to hold fast, and uh, you know more power to him. But I'm just interested. I've only met two people that believe that your spouses, in laws, your spouses in laws <clears throat> are not your in laws. That is a simpler way of saying it. Thank you. Let's,
0: well, <clears throat> man. It's really funny when uh, when you said that the person didn't believe that my wife's sister is my sister-in-law. That's mind-blowing to me that there are people that don't believe that.
1: What they're saying is, no, he believed that your wife's, so you, you your wife has a brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just use him. He said that, yes, his wife's sister was his sister-in-law. Okay. I said, that's, that's no problem. And if his wife's sister and her husband got divorced, that was no longer his brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and he said, and if we get divorced, that's not my sister-in-law either no more. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all in agreement here, except yeah. for the fact that while you are married and they are married, that that is your sister and brother-in-law.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Then somebody brought up something else. Here's some funny ones. Uh, uncles are kind of a weird thing. So, if your spouse's siblings have kids while married and you're married and you're Uncle Yancey, yep. When you get divorced, are you still Uncle Yancey? Also, well, <laughs> yes, uncles, I, yeah. are, uncles are a weird thing.
0: I've actually, you know, like my, uh, my dad's <clears throat> my dad's brother yeah. and his wife um got a divorce, but I still call her my aunt yeah. when yeah. I see her out or when we run into each other. She's yeah. still my aunt. Yeah. Um
2: That might deter like it might be based on longevity. Right. It sounds funny to say that. But like so We've my
0: been together for so long.
2: Right, like my Uncle Tony and my aunt Linda. Like she's still my Aunt Linda, even though but she was my Aunt Linda until I was like nine eighteen, nineteen well, years old. She's still my Aunt Linda. My uh Ex- however my niece and nephew i don't think so. yeah. i mean my nieces still don't don't call james uncle I mean, anymore
1: my ex-stepdad came by today mom's been dead since 10 yeah. he's remarried
2: she was we also had, there yeah.
1: we had uh no mom's dead
2: no the wife oh yes Jeez.
1: Uh, we we had decided <laughs> that he hadn't seen me since 11-ish you've never met him
2: if I have, it's only been like in passing yeah. like
1: so at the very least know. it's been at least ten years since I saw him. But uh here's another one for you.
0: Well so uh I just thought of one. Yeah. Sorry, cut you off. But uh so my, my mom's brother, my uncle, mm-hmm. uh married my aunt, obviously. He passed away. Is she suddenly not my aunt no, anymore? Still your aunt. You know I no, mean
1: you have an aunt like that. I do. You called her an aunt. She she's was my
0: just, aunt. she is my aunt by marriage because she was married to my uncle. Actually, he passed away. She's suddenly not my aunt. And and actually, there's her. no. Go ahead. We'll,
2: my, well, I don't know what you were going to say. The aunt that I was just talking about is actually married to somebody else now. She's I don't call him uncle. Like I don't. Right. But like <laughs> you got no reason well, to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like she's. I was talking
1: just about a different aunt. Which that one are you doing? When the the hierarchy of the wills went down, when the sibling brother died, oh. it defaulted to the married-in aunt. It wasn't likely to say, hey, fuck you. You've been around 40 years. It's going to the kids. Yeah. You know, it, it Actually, went- well,
0: that's not true. And I guess it makes a difference, too. If, oh, if. Did know. it go to the kids? So, well, it depends on the will, right?
2: First of all, the will thing. Right. But, like, so um, she got the inheritance part of it, but the kids got the sale from the house, which uh, is weird, right? I
0: don't know. Whatever. Like, Anyway. Well, and I guess it. You know, the the thing that I brought up too, if they were still legally married, you know, she still legally got that last name. Yeah. She still has that connection. They yeah. never got a divorce. She never had this yeah. legal separation from the family. But you know, I'm sure there are people out there. That do have disdain for other members of the family, right? Where, man, when such and such dies, if she's still around, that bitch stray out to the street, right to the curb, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure there's, you know, people like that. But if you have just quote unquote A normal f- family, yeah. and here's another one:
1: family. Are you related to your siblings' kids? Your kids and her kids are definitely blood they're, related. For, for to your
2: siblings' kids?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're your nieces and nephews. And nephews. Yeah. yeah but but also this way shared like dna coding with them
1: <laughs> kind of yeah I kind mean. of or how about this one your spouse's siblings kids your oh, kids yeah, are related still. your kids are related to them but you're not right, technically
0: right right well that's almost same thing well, though that's the you're talking about of I'm, a relation i'm uncle but i'm yeah, not uncle exactly. technically by blood yeah. i'm the brother-in-law so i'm the uncle yeah, and yeah. you yeah. know that so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So
1: this portion of the show is brought to you by the Arkansas Dating Society. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: you too can fall in love with your grandma.
2: Okay, <laughs> that took a weird turn.
0: <laughs> Thank you for to all of our Arkansas listeners. That's right. Man, I'm telling you,
1: Utah comes in big every week. Hello, Mo- Mormons. Uh, that's all I got, really.
2: Okay, that's what's been on your mind this week.
1: So we're going to try to uh, not get sick or continue to get worse. Yeah, we're going to try to get better. And Yancey, you're going to try to get back out in here this week on our midweek show. Uh, i got to go have a a tooth pulled Monday, so I I should be able to talk by then. I'm on the road to dentures. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) On
0: the road to dentures.
1: Uh, and then Yancey and I are going to start smoking.
0: <laughs> That's right. Sounds like an... <laughs> Unfiltered camels.
1: I mean, I haven't officially invited uh, California Kyle, but if he's in the neighborhood, and he might as well go over and sit his ass in the chair. We might have to smog check him before he sits down. Mm-hmm. But uh, his... Uh, hey, your uh, your fire... <laughs> your, his- your fire <laughs> apple <laughs> <His> orchard... Ah! <laughs> yes, it's still in the refrigerator, so uh, you don't need to buy anything.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well... There's some fireball here, so you're good. You can drink your uh, California drink. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess hey. that's it. Oh, we have a new, uh, We I don't want to say her name, but I want to thank the neighbor lady for uh, becoming a producer. Be I don't neighborly. know neighborly. if she's later neighbor, but I'm not <laughs> going to say her name, but she knows who she is. What's that?
0: Oh, I was just going to uh, compel people to go to wkopodcast.com. Compel them. Yes. Find out who all of the uh, producers of the show are and yes. maybe even donate themselves. You can yes. listen also to all of the shows there yes. and uh, buy a t shirt while you're over there.
1: Uh, Derek, reserve your RB. Oh, yes. yes. Goodbye.